Thank you, Melba. Um, <clears throat> in case you haven't noticed, Ramisi is expecting a baby. And just for the record, I'm not. <laughs> I am pregnant, though, with, with a renewed joy. And with renewed faith, I am full. And if a belly's good enough for Buddha, it's good enough for me. Um, several women joined in a sacred circle this past Friday to bless Ramisi and the baby, the life and the birth, truth and reality. And they brought tokens and sang and prayed and stood in truth. And I want to open this service also for an opportunity for you to join in the blessing. It's a baby girl coming in a few weeks, we think. So I invite you to bring to mind and to your heart the highest consciousness, the highest possibility you can hold for new life, for a baby. What would you bring forth? What would you know? What would you wish for this one? Then from that overflowing heart, offer it now. And speak it out. What is it you know for this one? Possibilities. Love. Peace. Unity. And the easiest, easiest, most peaceful birth in all time. <laughs> and we gave tokens from our personal sacred treasures. And mine to her is my button. My button collection is what's left of my attachments that I know of. And this one says, God's girl. That's the truth. Thank you, honey. Well, I'm just back from the Unity Conference. The International Conference is in Kansas City every other year where our headquarters are. About 500 Unity people together in one hotel. Can you imagine? In a time of the movement where real transformation is happening, conversations about Unity School, the Unity Institute, and the Association of Unity Churches coming together after 100, over 100 years. 
possibilities of us being more than a name. Unity. Unity. And the most complete transformation in an organization that I've ever seen in my life. I haven't been in six years, and it's like if you hadn't have told me that it's unity, my old story of unity didn't match what I'm seeing. So what I'm seeing is something renewed. What I'm seeing is something conscious, raising, shifting. What I'm seeing is something that understands that everything in this time that we're in, everything that's not sustainable must go. If it's not sustainable, it must go. We had a speaker, a, a, a pre presenter, extraordinary presentations. And she said, I've worked in Fortune 500 companies for 30-some uh, years. And I repeatedly told uh, of the certain automobile industries that if you don't change your ways, you'll go out of business. If you don't take another look at what's happening here, there's a new way to do this. It's a new consciousness about this. And unless you follow it, there's no way you'll make it. Can we hear? Can we hear? Buckmeister Fuller, considered a modern-day mystic, invented an electric car in 1949. We're the ones to bring forth the possibilities. Possibilities. The will of God. In our, our um, series for the few weeks is called Attaining the Unattainable. Attaining the Unattainable. So are we ready now to shift our focus from problems to possibilities? And You've heard me say it when I've spoken. When you die, what do you want to be known for? Your problems? or the possibilities that you brought forth. You know, it's like on our tombstone, it'll say, here lies Martha, she had issues. <laughs> issues or ideas? Problems or possibilities? Complaints or contributions? Resentment or resolution? Issues, ideas. It's that simple. What will we look toward? What will we speak about? What will we focus on? What will we make important? Thy will. Thy will. And what would it be like if we were living out of the reality that God's will is my will. With God, all things are possible. Part of the shifting and what's happening is the daily word, which has been in print, I'm going to count it, remember, so about 100 years. And in their raised consciousness, they started taking looks at everything we have in practice, everything we have in print, and they've combined the daily word. It's now got two months in one issue 
And that decision is saving over a million dollars in a year. A new daily word. And then there's a handful, there's us going, yeah, right on. We know how to use money. We know what the money's for. We know for what it's not for. And then there's a handful that will have a problem with that. I liked it every month. Change. They didn't call me and get my input. Who needs God when you've got me to run the world? So raised our consciousness to say, even though I don't know, if if I didn't have that data, if I didn't understand what happened in the transformation of the daily word, can I just say, that's God's business? And go back to my own. What can I do today that would be a better use of resources? Where am I leaking energy? Where am I not integral? Where am I not in honest action? Where am I not attaining the unattainable? It's us. And I pulled the daily word on the day I was born. And I love the life and the cycles, the movement, the coming and the going. February 5th, 1960. And it's like I remember, as a kid, setting God straight a few times. There better be signs along the way. It's like, how loud do they have to get? What is it we're looking for? How is it we can't see? How is it that we're deaf? How is it? So February 6, 1960, the daily word. I accept the good that God has prepared for me. Will you receive that? I accept the good that God has prepared for me. Love, peace, joy, freedom, sufficiency. With God, all things are possible. These were the words of assurance Jesus spoke to his disciples. With God, all things are possible. Not with improved skill and technique. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible are the words of assurance that our heart hears when we pray. A condition or circumstance may make us feel that the situation is impossible. We may have had experience that tells us that, we're, that what we are meeting cannot be met and overcome. But when we turn to God, we are able to lift our vision to clarify our sight and to know 
that all things are possible when we turn to God. If a health problem presents itself, it does not matter what we name the condition or how far reached healing is possible. If a prosperity problem presents itself, it does not matter how acute or frightening it is, adjustment is possible. If a personal problem presents itself, it does not matter how annoying or upsetting it is, harmony is possible. We are not bound to little health. We are not bound to little prosperity. We are not bound to little happiness. With faith in God, all the health, prosperity, and happiness we can accept is prepared for us now. So at least since February 5th, 1960, it's been there. And what a blessing for my life. What a blessing for your life to remember that. And to go back now in this time to our own principles of unity, principle-based. God is. I am. I speak the truth. I pray the truth. And I live out the truth. Our principles. And a new dedication from that group out there that said they are about tired of people saying, what's unity? I've never heard of it. James Trapp, the president of our Association of Unity Churches, said he was serving in a high level. Oh, my God, that was the best prayer I've ever heard. Where does that come from? We call it unity. Oh, I've never heard of it. We went back to a 30-year class reunion, and they decided to do a memorial service. And he volunteered to do the memorial service. And they're like, dude, good stuff. Where's that come from? We call it unity. What's that? Never heard of it. Attaining the unattainable. What's your role in taking the bushel off the light of you? Taking the bushel off the light of unity, of the principles, and of the possibilities, living from them. The joy. It's time. Reverend Susan is on sabbatical. And she has had less sleep and less stillness and less rest in this week than in any time of life I've ever known her, the time I've known her. 
She went to Unity Village in the first week. She drove herself alone out there. She served our standards committees and some of the other uh, in-service that she does back to the movement. We did a full conference early morning to late night through the week, and people were questioning her. I thought you're on sabbatical. What are you doing here? I'm having the time of my life. I love this. I love this. And oh, how she sings your praises, our praises. An example. So it's like you're known by your living at our association. You're known by your giving. You're known by your service. You're known by your attaining the unattainable. You're known. And while she's having the time of her life, Jack's really lonely. And I'm like, on Tuesday night, he called late in the night. Susan, just tell him to drive out here. I don't know if he'll make it till Friday or not. And the good news about that is, instead of driving to Kansas City, he booked himself to Fiji. <laughs> Susan's going to Fiji as a part of her sabbatical. So it's like, I'm going to Fiji too. And by golly, he is. Now the miracle gets bigger. Jack declares and lives out that he hates workshops and seminars. He is set in a car, laid on grass, meditated, took walks while we're attending seminars. Susan loves seminars. That's her addiction, she says. She's a junkie. Jack is going to Fiji and is going to attend a nine or ten day oneness blessing workshop. Who knew? And then there's four days past that. And then stops in Seattle and L.A. for family. And we got back about 2 in the morning. She headed out at 6.30 the same morning for Cincinnati for her preparedness for the Oneness Blessing training. And it's like she didn't need to sleep. I join her in the morning to start a week of certified facilitator training for healthy congregational systems and family of origin work. She's doing her work. She sends love. And Keith made its way to California. He says to send you high and Southern California love. And he, it was a great journey for him the drive there. On, he did the service here and was blessed by you enormously. Thank you for that. And then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday made his way and arrived there then. And new, new office, new, new settings, and um, what he said is, it feels like home already. Yay. Yay. How good can it get? The better it gets, the better it gets. It's like, and please don't believe this, for until you've realized it for yourself, it's blah, blah, blah. Right? And there's a few postcards on the welcome desk downstairs that um, I've had asked someone to address with Keith's new address on it. 
So if you want his new mailing address, it's downstairs on the welcome desk, and there's a few postcards that show some sad little girl on the front missing him. And be sure to tell Keith the truth and send him some love if you decide to in that way or another way. In the Doubletree Hotel in our convention, you walk in the front door and there's a, um, a banner that's a third of the size of that wall, top to bottom, so the third middle of that enormous sized banner in the very front when you walk in that says, the Doubletree of Overland Park, Kansas, immediately, effective immediately, is no longer participating in a recession. And they hung it up and declared it so, and then they gathered signatures, and their goal was to get 300 signatures on that banner. They got 1,000 signatures on the banner, then they moved it to another wall and put up another one. Another 1,000 signatures came, it's been moved to another wall, and here's the other one up there that we all got to sign. Now, what do you think's happening with their occupancy since they decided? Will you decide? Attaining the unattainable? Who would you be and what would you be living out in your own life if you didn't believe in a concept of recession? Looking more toward the possibility, what's happening here? What's, how am I being strengthened? What's my, where is my place? What is mine to do? And in the conference was opened. Tom, you want to join me? So I'm going to invite you to decide this morning for yourself. Part of Unity's practices, these are from Charles Fillmore, our co-founder. Denial and affirmation as a practice. I'll invite you to join me in this and decide for you. Are you willing to attain the unattainable? Are you willing to open to the good that God has prepared for you already and to look for it and toward it. I deny that I inherit any belief together. I deny that I inherit any belief that in any way limits me. I deny that I inherit any belief. that in any way limits me. Forgetting the things that are behind I realize I am strong. Positive. Powerful. Wise, loving, fearless.
free-spirited. I am God's child. I am no longer anxious. God is my all sufficiency. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I have unabounded faith in the omnipresent substance increasing and multiplying at my word of plenty 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 in the presence and the power of the living Christ I claim the peace and the richness of God. And we move to prayer, a prayer for yourself. prayer for those in your mind and in your heart, a prayer for our leadership here, our board of trustees, the staff, a prayer for unity, aligned with the will of God. We give thanks for enthusiasm, for eagerness of each and every one. We live at our mission to love and inspire spiritual transformation, and we do so knowing that transformation is not always easy. It's transformational instead. we move forward choosing to attain the unattainable choosing to be and express the love and the life of God here now and in all of our affairs and we rest
we know. And we let go. With God, all things are possible. See for yourself. And so it is. Thank you, Martha, and thank you to all of you. We now come to our time of giving of our tithes and offerings. So I invite you to take whatever new commitments were born within you over the last few minutes and what ideas are coming forth from you and your gift. And let's bless it with Unity's Prosperity Proclamation. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I am, all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. 